Why do you look for the living one among the dead? Why do you look for the living one among the dead? I have found this to be one of the more compelling questions that I've ever encountered. Because it's true to life as I have known it. And it's true to the lives of many that I have served over years. Why do you look for the living one among the dead? I think it's because I found that throughout much of our lives we expect death in all of its many guises. And why is that? I think it's because it's easier to go around looking for death because it's predictable. It will not fail us. Because then we won't be disappointed. Except that we then often just live our lives in disappointment. And the women, these women, they were just loving Jesus the best way that they knew how. And so early in the dawn light, they came bearing the tools to proper, properly love someone who has died. The spices to preserve his body. And they came bearing those spices to the place where we remember. That's what a tomb is. A tomb is a place to remember. And they came expecting to find Jesus there, his body buried in memory. But that's not where he was. It's not ever where he is. Because Jesus' body isn't often where we look. Because we often look in those uh, contained and controlled places of memorialization. And we don't find Him there, but we keep looking anyway. I have found that um, it's almost like we can't help ourselves. We keep building these tombs. Whether they are relationships that have been frozen in time. Or privileges that we have come over generations to rely upon. Or truths that we have held to be self-evident. We can keep visiting these tombs. And we will. But we can't keep expecting Jesus to be there. It's just... It's just that it can be so hard to imagine him to be anywhere else. And then we come to this story. This story of the women encountering an empty tomb and dazzling messengers that bring stunning, confusing, terrifying, amazing news. 
the kind of news that you just can't hold on to in your body. You need to share it with someone else. And so that's what these faithful women do. They bring this news back to all their friends who are still gathered in that upper room. They are still stunned by the death of their teacher. And the women are the first to share this startling news. And what are they met with? Skepticism. No, they're met with more than that. And this is actually where our biblical translation has failed us and has failed us for centuries. It started, well, it started actually all the way back at the beginning in the first authorized translation of the Christian Scripture into English, the King James Bible. And it, that same translation has carried from generation to generation to generation, and we heard it echoed just a few minutes ago. When we heard that the women's report from the empty tomb was considered by the disciples to be an idle tale. An idle tale. Now, admittedly, it is somewhat of a challenge to translate the Greek word here, leros. It's the only time in the entirety of the Bible that it is used. But what the men who translated this word have done over centuries is both to obscure the original intent as well as to demean and diminish the women in the story. Shocking, I know. But as for me, I'm kind of done with euphemism. And so I'm going to tell it like it is. Because if this is holy writ, and here I'm going to be an originalist about it, well, if this is holy writ, then we should say it. And so parents, if this is a problem, we'll talk about it in line afterwards. <laughs> or we can take it up with the first century authors of the gospel according to Luke. Because when the women came back to the upper room and told the disciples this incredible news, not only was it not believed, but those there that day who first heard it thought that it was bullshit. That's what the Greek here means. Bullshit. We've just covered it up. We've just made it nice. Sometimes you hear things in church for the first time. <laughs> and so maybe, maybe we've made it nice, or maybe we haven't made it nice at all. Because this interpretation can certainly serve to reinforce the idea of women not only not being believable, but, you know, just gossiping, telling idle tales. So to hear the disciples actually say that the women's proclamation of Jesus being alive despite his crushing death on a cross, to hear the disciples call it bullshit is something for us to consider. Now to be clear, I do not use this word to offend, but really because I think it's actually spot on. My sense is that often when we encounter this news of resurrection, 
we find it to be offensive. It offends our modern sensibilities. I believe more than just nonsense or silliness. Often when we proclaim a belief in life where there should be death, it can be seen as a load of crap. Which I get. I know. When I am tired, when I am stressed, when I am hurting, when I cannot see another way, I feel it as well. And then I enter stories like this one, one more time, and then I wonder. If we were going to write our own ending to this story, what would it sound like? My guess is that it wouldn't be much like the one we just told. Honestly, this ending that was also a beginning, is so familiar to us that it is really hard for us to hear it. But I, I think this is why we have trouble looking for the living God because of the endings that we write to this story. Endings that are much, much more comfortable. We cannot forget that on that Easter morning, it was not anything that anybody wanted. My guess is that the ending that many of the disciples had was for Jesus to live to a ripe old age, to continue to be close to Him so they could learn from Him, so that they could love Him, and then, full of years, then He could die. And it wasn't that ending. Others, well, I, I have a suspicion that others were like Judas, who we believe turned Jesus into the authorities because Jesus had no interest in the redemptive violence business. And it is good business. But if he had... If Jesus had sought that, what an ending that could have been, right? The overthrow of Rome, the boots off of their necks. Or maybe, maybe they saw an ending for Jesus where the authorities, even if they were afraid for what they could lose, maybe they would hunt for this radical rabbi, but we as a world, would not allow for that. We would not stand for that. We would not allow for Jesus to be trapped and to be killed. So it is it any wonder that when the women ran breathlessly from the tomb, excited, confused, terrified, because after being killed, Jesus was alive? Is it any wonder that this was not the ending that the disciples were expecting. And it was the ending and it was the beginning that they, that we have received. And so, what if the resurrection, what if 
Amidst the relentless no of this world, the honest-to-goodness, oh yes, has happened. What if it was true? What if it was real? What if we could place fundamental trust here? And what if these women and later those men really experienced the most hope that you have ever experienced in your life? Do you remember what it feels like in your body? A hope that you didn't believe possible or at least possible for you. What would that change? What if betrayal and denial wasn't the end of relationship? What if it was a chance for it to recreate? What if the system of domination that is real and feels so inevitable wasn't? What if death is no longer the final word? What if salvation cannot be snuffed out? What if, despite our ignorance and our callousness, despite our selfish fears and our destructive waste, despite our willful denial and our purposeful malice, what if there was a love stronger than the grave? What then would you do? This is the movement of God from the beginning. This is the creation. This is the exodus. This is the return. This is the prophets. This is the Christ. This is the resurrection. And so, what if life abundant? What if life eternal? What if life ever present? What if this kind of life is really, truly, reliably the reality of all that is? What if the living one is just waiting to be discovered, to be recognized again? What if?